What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with the podcast, America is Blue. Uh, back with you on a Champions League Wednesday night. Here to talk about uh, a positive result at Stanford Bridge tonight. Um, Jay, before you get the first word, uh, as is per usual around here, I just wanted to say we both got one thing right uh, looking at the team sheets today. And at least we had the we both had the back four, right? Um, short of that, not very much was correct in the predictions, but we're starting to get used to this Graham Potter guy. So, uh, per usual, Jay, what's the first word on the game today? A win is a win. Uh, Dynamo Zagreb should not be the measuring stick for the success of Chelsea Football Club. That said, we got a win. We got good vibes. Uh, we tend to not make things easy. Frankly, I don't think we ever make things look easy. Um, <laughs> so so it was entertaining, and we came away with it. So glad we are finishing the group well. Glad we have that all locked up. And now we can move on to the weekend. Yeah. Um and also, you know, see, seeing the back four, I don't know if if, it's, if it was a four four two or a four two three one. I, I don't know exactly. Um, I'm calling it a four four two. It just it just seemed like that. Um, but uh, you know, we're getting into the semantics. And another thing that was very interesting, obviously, we we uh, we did have the Jorginho plus debutante uh, base midfield. We just uh, didn't have the the right debutante. And, uh, you know, it was it was refreshing to see Dennis Sicaria out there. Quite frankly, I'd almost f- forgotten about him. And I got to say, my first impressions are are positive. And and he's a he's a big dude. He is a big guy out there. I, I, I didn't I didn't quite realize how imposing he is. But, man, he he, he really looked good today. Yeah, no more uh, round peg square hole for for Grand Potter. We don't have wing backs. We don't play a back three with wing backs. Switch to a back four. Okay, now we get now we can move on from that. That's great. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm glad we came out with the right formation. I saw it a little bit more as a four three three. I saw it somewhere as a four three one. Whatever it was, it was right to play with the back four. That's the only thing that frankly matters here. Um, and yet, yeah, Dennis Sakari looked great. It's a big man. He was imposing. He was direct. He played crisp passes. Uh, there wasn't any of this funny little one touch, little flicky, whatever. He got the ball. He was decisive. He put it on people. Uh, I wonder why he hasn't been out there today. Uh, Grand Potter's been saying he's he's been a professional. He's been good in training. It's been okay. I'm glad we've seen him. Now potentially we have the opportunity to see more of him. Well, I mean, it's going to take a lot of heat off him. Uh, you know, having a great performance like that gives you a lot of confidence and and um, you know feeling feeling good about yourself moving forward. A couple other you know just team notes before uh, we jump into the to the action. Um, you know, yet you, you had a good call uh, on the last cast as well. Just um, you know, noting getting getting Raheem Sterling back up into a more normal, suitable position for him is going to be critical to to his uh, you know success on the pitch for us. Um, and you know, his, his opportunities to get uh, on the pitch for England as well. Um, so it was great, great to see him, you know, playing in the right place. And then, um, you know, with, with Mace, you know, playing today, obviously, um, you know, in my predictions, I had, uh, Pulisic in the lineup instead of Mason Mount, uh, due to the fact that this wasn't necessarily the most important game, but clearly Graham has his eyes, uh, on Mace staying sharp, uh, for the weekend. I didn't think that he would necessarily play as long as he did. Um, but it, you know, it was great to see, uh, those two guys up there and also kind of working through the gears a little bit. Yeah. And we touched on this on the last cast, like this is a big balancing act game. Whereas we needed to, we need to work on building this team and coming up with an identity. 
And the only way you're going to do that is by having the right guys out there and having guys play with each other. So keeping guys sharp, getting them in the right position so that they have an opportunity to succeed helps balancing that out with, you know, knowing what we have coming down the pike in the next three games. So um, I was thrilled for Raheem Sterling. He's a world-class winger. We need him to be playing forward winger. We don't need him to ever, ever, ever play wingback again. Uh, I think this is great for his confidence. So super pumped that he was out there. I'm glad that we had the right formation. We had good spacing. It was the right approach. We were direct. That's the way we should be playing. Yeah, 100%. And then uh, just last thing, or well, two things I wanted to talk about too is this. The the biggest note that I kind of took on the team sheet was if you're Hakeem Ziyech and you can't get a run out against, you know, Dynamo in a meaningless, you know, Champions League game, he's he's got to be lost in the wash. I mean, not 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 as though he 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 hasn't been um, because it's been evident by the fact that he hasn't been playing. But I mean, this this has got to be the nail in the coffin for this guy. Uh, we we got to either set him free or, or fig- figure out what's going to happen with Hakeem Ziyech. Uh, you know, m- might not be the time to completely unpack that situation, but um, that, that's that got to be a tough one for him. Not, it not does not that. look good. <laughs> it does not look good for him. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a perfect opportunity. It's a meaningless game. You know, you're, you're, you're looking to try to, again, get the emotions of the squad going in a positive direction, yeah. and he doesn't get a sniff. I mean, he was bundled up on that bench. <laughs> there was not even a hint to him coming on. So, you know, listen, I, I like Hakeem Ziyech. I think he's a very creative player. I think he's got a wonderful left boot. But with January, summer, I, I just – he does not appear to be in the long-term prospects of this squad. So well, I mean, I, I, I wish him the best. That, you know, I, I think um, he, he's, he's, he's really had a troubled time. Just never seemed to really work out for him. You know, I remember his first game on the – uh, on the uh, in the preseason a couple years ago, under Frank Lampard, he got a, a little knee twist in in the in the in, in his first game, and he was out for like four weeks or six weeks, and and then uh, just didn't really work out from there. Um, and then also shout out to the Dynamo Zagreb traveling fans because they were rocking the house. They're like they're chanting and raucousness was completely noticeable they were amazing um i mean shouts out to them because the display that they were putting on and the the energy that they were giving their squad was completely notable and it played right through the television screen that i was watching on unbelievable i don't think i heard our fans once they they completely drowned us out yeah i mean for Again, this was not a meaningless game for them. I mean, if they you know, mathematically, they still could have qualified for Europa League. But the fact that they traveled to the bridge, drowned out the bridge, and kept it up the entire game, regardless of what was going on, dude, those guys, that was epic. That was. Amazing. I mean, it was awesome. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was it was amazing, and they clearly, and I, I really do believe this. I mean, they willed them basically through that through that first goal. I mean, it was a, a horrific start. From our perspective, like, uh, you know, I don't want to just sit here and, and, and heap all the praise on Zagreb, even though they deserve it. I mean, it just 
just terrible. And it starts that terrible feeling in the pit of your stomach, the, the oh, but of course, and where it feels like every single time they have the ball and they're approaching our 18-yard box, it's going to be a dangerous cross and it's going to get a flick or, you know, a head or, or it's going to end up on somebody's boot. It's going to end up in the back of the net. And that's, of course, what we get. And and we got two California Redwoods right in front of, you know, Edward Mendy, who himself is a California Redwood. You got Trevor Chalaba and you got Koulibaly right there with Mendy, who's probably the biggest keeper in the Premier League. And we got double headers going in, like, to start the game. Not a great look. It had to happen. It just had to happen. We finally get our back four. All the fans are feeling like we know something. Because, of course. Seven, seven minutes into the game. Clean header, three yards away from the line, and bang, now we're down. I'm sitting there, I'm like, here we go again. Here we go again. We're either going to make this extremely interesting or we're just going to fold like origami here, and this thing's just going to be over with. And, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm glad we actually showed some resolve and bounced back from that because it, it was a nightmare. Brutal start, but, uh, you know, credit credit to the boys, uh, a, a, real, a real response. Um, and it, and it started right away. Um, you, you could you could see the sense of urgency immediately. Um, you know, really really starting to rise. Um, and you know, w- once we started getting some some attacking ball, started working through the gears in the midfield, being a little bit more incisive uh, and a little bit more direct. You had some nice co- uh, you know crosses from Kai mixed in there. We were just you know looking for that that correct combination, and then um, you know great ball from from Georgie. And then uh, Raheem being Johnny on the spot, great finish with the left. Um, I think he took advantage of maybe some poor defending. Um, I remember, you know, watching, I think it was uh, Perisic. Looked like he kind of got his feet caught a little bit in the uh, in the Stanford Bridge turf there. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, poor defending or not, great finish by Raheem with his off foot. And, uh, you know, that's what good players do. They, they take advantage of mistakes and make the other team pay. And uh, we were able to see a positive result of uh, Hakeem's proper positioning and uh, good footballing. This was uh, this was a big one, uh, not only for what happened in this game and us turning it around, but a couple of things. Number one, Jorginho being creative. Jorginho actually putting balls in there that's going to test the back line. So we need, again, we need a lot more of this very poor, poor, poor man's Andrea Pirlo type Jorginho and far less John Obi Mikel only sideways and backward passing. How, that this was is three the Jorginho pours. we need. That was three pours. Like I mean we we need this from him. And for you know again, the, the a lot of his ideas, you could see what he was trying to do. The balls were far from perfect. Right? He wasn't landing them on somebody's foot in stride. Again, it was just it was the right idea. And yes, the Defense on that particular play, they mucked it all up. Pivoting over, Raheem Sterling needed this. No doubt. It's been so frustrating. The fans have been coming down on him. There's been a lot of pressure and a lot of negative press going toward Raheem Sterling. And with him, you get the World Cup coming up. He just changed squads for Man City to come over to Chelsea to have a more prominent role. He started the year reasonably well. And then Paid a couple sudden, bucks. Paid a couple the, bucks for him yeah, too. All, you know? the, all of a sudden, now you're playing over at wing back. You don't know what you're doing, and everybody's throwing shade at you. So for for him to be able to get that finish from his rightful position, you could just see it on his face when he netted that. 
just the emotion was coming out of him, like the relief and the frustration he must have been feeling over these recent weeks. So super pumped for him. It was a great finish. And yeah, we were on our way back. Well, I mean, great point by you, too. I mean, you, you talked about it last time we, we came out, last cast. Let's get some joy going in these guys. And, and you could see, you know, you could see it in his face. You're, you're absolutely right. It's just, it meant a lot to him. And that's the sort of thing that's going to, I think, you know, again, trickle down into the dressing room, which is, I think is critical. You, you want all these guys feeling good uh, about each other as well as, you know, as well as themselves. So that's a, de- definitely a, a great moment. Hopefully we can, we can continue to, to build off of that. But let me actually, actually ask you one thing, you know, we were talking about Georgie, um, you know, seeing a guy like Zakaria in there today, maybe more of a more of a true deep liar, a, a truly you know kind of a number six, uh, a real defensive midfielder. Do you, do you think playing next to him versus a, a Kova, who may be a little bit more of an incisive uh, guy, um, do you think that makes a difference for the type of Jorginho that you see, or 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 do you think that this is something that he's just not doing enough of? The latter, the latter. It just it seems like there's something that goes off in his brain when he receives the ball deep, where it's just play it back to the keeper, play it back to a defender, goes back to him, play it right back to the same defender, and it just goes nowhere. Um, it's it's more like a training ground drill as opposed to doing something that actually is going to provide some impact or some meaning on the game or make one of your one of your own players look better by putting them in the right position. So, yeah. COVID drives the ball a little bit more. Um, you know, m- maybe as in, in doing so, Georgie's got it in his head that some of his defensive liabilities will be exposed, and maybe he's too preoccupied with that rather than bringing out that creativity that we have seen from him occasionally, just not anywhere near often enough. Uh, but I also I thought I thought Sakari, yep. You know, I thought he was fairly offensive today. I thought he was trying to press forward a little bit. So, so honestly, I just, I think Georgie just needs to, he needs to focus on this more and he needs to make the defense answer questions. Well, I mean, I think that that's totally fair point. One, you said it too, is he wasn't picking out perfect passes, but you know, just keep, keep poking, keep prodding, you know, keep going in there. You know, something's going to land. And and I think that you're absolutely right. It's the theme and the spirit of what he's trying to do was absolutely correct. So, uh, you know, coming off of the goal, uh, the other nice thing to, to see was we did continue to punch. We, we didn't settle. You know, we were, we were looking for, for more goals. Uh, I think we were really working through the midfield. It was nice to see the, you know, the, the intricate team play that we had going on guys with their heads up, looking to pass the ball forward, whether it was a wide man, a guy in the center, really moving the ball. Nice. Um, I had some notes. We had the, we had Koulibaly um, had a, had a decent opportunity off a corner. Uh, Raheem, you know, had a ball, you know, come to him that he he might uh he might be looking, you know, for for him to finish that. But uh, when the ball bounces to the uh, to the debutant and he finishes, it's good for everybody. And uh, you know, for the record, again, I I did call a debutant goal today. Just uh, you know, got the got the wrong guy. But of course, but of course, yeah, Raheem had two of them. He had two good opportunities to score. Uh, I believe both of them were from crosses, although from different angles from Kai Havertz. Uh, so again, we got the goal. That's great. He could have finished two more right there fairly easily, but you know, whatever. Uh, Kai Havertz had a nice game. I thought he played very well today. I thought he looked lively. He was 
giving guys the opportunity to be able to put something in the net. Didn't exactly go through, but I was really impressed with he put uh, with the performance he put on. Yeah, well, I mean, the the team in general, um, the the word that I I kind of said before was adventurous. I wanted us to, to to be a little bit more adventurous moving forward. And we had some very creative passing, you know, guys willing to hit balls into the box a little bit earlier than normal. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, sometimes we've been trying to move the ball like straight past the goalie. And, and, and it's just like, you know, guys, let, let, let's let's get something into the box. Let's try to create and 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 build uh, build something, you know. From, from just getting some pressure in there. Like you said, it's just the continued pressure. Something's going to find the right leg, the right head. You know, you're, you're, you're going to get the, uh, some, you know, some bodies in there and try to wreak, wreak a little bit of havoc. And, um, you know, again, great to see that we're looking to finish instead of passing the ball backwards. Dude, you um, just hit the nail on the head on something. I don't want to leave this yet. This even goes back to Tuchel. I feel like we've become a very predictable in our attack, right? So we do one of two things. We're either having our wingbacks, whoever they may be, drive up and just try to rip crosses, right? Or I don't like this pseudo tiki-taka. It's just, it's almost too many passes, right? It's like an NFL football. It's like, yeah, do, do I need to complete two dozen passes to be able to get the ball down the field? Or do we need to keep the defense honest and take a chance here or there to make them think? And we've just had it's either crosses in or we're trying to just flick and flick and flick and flick and flick and work the ball up. And then by the time we get to the final third, it's all just puttered out. So exactly that, that ball from Kai Havertz, which did hit Sterling's foot. He just kind of misplayed it. He got the ball. He was far out. He just cranked that thing in. They weren't expecting it because we haven't been doing it. So th- you're, you're absolutely right that we need to diversify our attack. And I think that's one of the perfect ways for us to be able to do it. And, and, and actually I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah, it is diversifying the attack because God, it it just, it becomes brutal. And that's where the sinking feeling comes in where you're just like, Oh God, do I have to watch this movie again? Where we, where we have the ball for 70% of the time. And, and we're, we're, we're just, you know, sitting here moving, moving the ball around back and forth side to side and, and, and not, not peppering the goaltender, not making them work. Uh, It it, it can be very frustrating, but uh, nonetheless, Great finish by Mr. Zakaria. Fantastic to see a debutant on the score sheet. Going to give him a ton of confidence moving forward, uh, regardless of the position uh, that that he's put in moving forward in terms of you know playing time and roles. He knows that he can produce at a high level in an important you know match. And scoring at home is pretty nice too, man. Getting a little bit of love from the from the home fans that that's that's got to feel good. And again, that's got to sink into the dressing room too, right? The boys got to love, you know, the debutante getting a goal at home and, you know, making them feel a little bit more settled. And now you got another, another guy who's got a chance to, you know, earn some, some stripes and some, some credibility within the, uh, within the dressing room. So, um, yeah, after like you, that, you, you, you always got to like, again, it's the measuring stick, right? Like he did this against a certain level of competition, but seeing him sure. out there and given some of the issues that we've been experiencing in the midfield, he's got me wanting to see more. Like I, I definitely want more of that. So yeah, let's let's see what he could do up against Premier League competition. And he he's been riding the pine for weeks. Yeah, for he weeks. Has he didn't been. even hear a sniff of this guy. Bram Potter says he's been great in training, been a professional. I, I don't know if maybe they thought he needed to pick up the pace and make an adjustment from what he was experiencing in Syria. He didn't play very much when he was with Juventus, but 
I like what I saw today. So I, I hope we definitely start getting him in the mix because we've no, been complaining sure. and, nonstop and, about a lot of our midfield. And the size, just, just like I said, I just, I just truly did not realize how imposing a guy he is out there. And I mean, he's a, he's, he's a beast. So God bless Big him. Boy. Yeah. Let's, 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 Dude, let's get that boy out there. Tupamaka can turn into something. Can you imagine those two guys like roving around our midfield? Like you know, you know what? Actually, he's got. Yeah, I mean, the big, big time, big time guy. Well, so right, right after, right after the finish, I, you know, we had a, we had a couple, we had a couple more, uh, you know, attempts. Chili had hit the side netting. I know he, he had a, he had a couple. He had a really nice cross that was just left right, right in front of the goal, which made me think, where is Obama Yang, who was a little bit MIA today? Uh, maybe he had his eyes, uh, you know, towards the weekend. But uh, you know, I, I don't want to hammer him him too hard here. But after the triple change, uh, we brought on your boy, Mister Broya, uh, Connor Gallagher, and Tiago Silva. And I gotta say, my little note here is Connor Gallagher looked very bright when that guy came in. Very very bright. Everything he does is positive. Every move he makes is purposeful. He's uh, especially when he gets ahead of steam going. Um, he's, he's really fun to watch. I really, really like Conor Gallagher and I, I hope that we continue to see him find a place. Yeah. I like him too. He brings a lot of energy. He's a good wild card out there. Cause he does. He's, he's constantly going after the ball. Sometimes I almost think he puts in too much effort on, on certain things, but he is, he's a spark plug for this team. So, you know, there's some things that he still needs to work on, but he's a young guy, just like a lot of the other guys on our team. He needs to get a little bit more polished in certain areas, but I, I love seeing him out there. So I'm glad he got an opportunity today. Well, it's it's like a it's almost like a controlled recklessness. He's yeah. uh he he's he's got a lot of but but again, it just it's my favorite trait is is you know the work rate, the industry. Uh, Connor Gallagher has those in spades, and and th- that's 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 a big trait for me. Um, I thought he was really bright. Um. You know, and then just the, the last note that I had on the game, other than you know, Mace Mace had that great free kick free kick effort that was uh, that was turned away yeah. into a corner. I mean, like honestly, just when I think that, yeah, it's like ah, he's not really gonna go for it from there. But I mean, he he really does manage to put some very 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 difficult shots on target and making guys work, and uh, that's that's why he's uh, he's one of the best in the business. But um. The, the other thing that I just wanted to note was it felt like we also couldn't put this one away, which was uh, tough to watch. exactly what I was just looking at. It, it, it's just, yeah. you know, Tiago Silva missing sitters and, and other different things. And I'm, I'm like, why is it 2-1? Why is it 2-1? Why, why not 3? Why not 6? Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it it's frustrating to see that we're not just knocking people out. We should be obliterating and bludgeoning these guys. Our finishing is, it's amateurish. It's bad. You know, I'm, I was happy today with the approach again, right? Like we were very attacking. We created a lot of opportunities. I like the fact that we changed up how we were going about attacking. All of that stuff is super positive, right? We had so many opportunities today. I, I mean, I, I can think of at least a dozen opportunities that could have been or should have been really legit scoring chances. And we're not getting it done. And this is not good competition, right? I mean, this isn't a high-level squad. So, you know, this is 
as we develop, right, I don't really know how to gauge my expectations for where Chelsea is going to be by the end of this year, right? There's still so many moving parts. We have to get bodies back into the lineup. We have to build some continuity. We have to figure out what that identity is under Graham Potter and how we're going to go ahead and and, and play, particularly up against good opposition. But we have to be able to finish a greater percentage of these good chances. We have to. And we're not quite there yet. We, We are not. And we also have to survive the war of attrition that is going to be the World Cup. Yeah. I mean, it th- yeah. that's that's going to be the the great equalizer. But uh, all right, so two one up to Chels, great result, winners of the group. Um, might want to also note before we get into the man of the match, one uh, interesting Champions League note: PSG falling to second in their group. Um, they're a possible round of sixteen opponent. And whoever they get, that's going to be a pretty, pretty, pretty big round of 16 up on. I hope they get Madrid or, or, or something else, <laughs> somebody else. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to play, uh, you know, Club Bruges or, uh, or somebody like that in the round of 16, if I'm, uh, if I'm being honest. But uh, let's, let's head into the uh, Man of the Match, which is brought to you by All Out Fitness. And at All Out Fitness, they're empowering individuals to be their best selves. Uh, Jay. Who empowered them, you know, themselves today and was the best that they could be? I'm going with Dennis Sicaria. You know, I, ah. I, I, I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, it wasn't only, it wasn't just the goal. The goal was great. You know, this is your, this is your first start for the club. Again, all warm and fuzzies around that. Uh, but I just, I liked what I saw from the guy. And I've been hearing a lot about him. I've never really seen him play. I know he didn't get much burn at Juventus, right? He got out there, and this was his opportunity, and he took advantage of it. And I thought he looked really good. And I, you know, I, I've been very concerned about our midfield. And for him to go out there and show what he's capable of, that got me excited. So I'm giving it to Dennis. You know what, old Dennis? It, th- this is this is this is tough because you know this is probably why you're fr- why, we're, why we're friends. And I don't want to admit it, but you know the pros they gave it to Mason Mount. And I too was giving it to Dennis Zagaria. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I I just everything about it. I I just really I just really liked everything that I saw today. Again, Mason Mount got man a, of the match by the pundits. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. I, I mean, listen. I, I thought he had. I thought he had an, a decent game. He he wasn't bad, but I, I wasn't I, seeing like a standout performance from Mason Mount. I'm surprised at that. I mean. It, it made me feel like maybe I wasn't watching the right game, but um, you know, Dennis, I I got to give it to to Dennis. A little hat tip to him, number twenty. I'll uh, I'll remember that now. Um, but uh, you know, great for him. First game in blue, London Bridge, or you know, excuse me, Stanford Bridge, uh, in London on a Wednesday night. Awesome for him. Hope that uh, hope that he you know he can carry that over into some uh, some other positive performances. I hope that uh, knock wasn't bad. Well, he dinged himself oh, up well, a little bit. Well, and also we have to talk about, we didn't yeah, talk about yeah, Ben yeah, Chilwell. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That sucks. I mean. That really, really sucks for a million I don't, reasons. I don't know what the deal is. I, I mean. His, hammy, it, his it's, hammies. It's, yeah. This is not like a two-week turnaround. His hammies. Go. This is going to take a little while for him to heal up. Oh, yeah. I mean, and look, and think about that. The starting, 
you know, essentially left and right backs for not only our beloved Chelsea Football Club, but also for England, the national team are out. And they, they are having a national shortage of winners over there in the UK. Right you know what now. this means, though? What's that? A lot more Mark Cucurea. Good for you. A lot um, more actually, Mark and, Cucurea. He better, dude, that guy better find himself. Well, he better I mean, find himself. And fast. Because, Shave your uh, head. Change it up. Shave your head. I want a new look, Mark. I, Mark, just change yeah, up. I, Curveballs, please. I mean, I hopefully it's not a Samson situation, but uh, I mean, he he needs he needs to he needs to make some kind of change. Um, but look, I, I was very positive on Mark Kukurea coming in. I mean, he was the player of the season at Brighton last year. A lot of clubs wanted him. It's very evident that he's a very talented guy. He just needs to to settle in and get his feet underneath him. And I know that he's going to be a fantastic player, you know, for us. Okay, kidding this aside on this. If we continue to do what we've been doing, right, or what we just did, not what we have been doing, if we play in a back four, like he did at Brighton predominantly, and he starts to pay left back, I think we'll start to see more of what he was there. This thing with him playing left center back, this is just not his bag. So this may be the opportunity, right? This may be the opportunity for him to shine at a position that he's much more comfortable in, and maybe we'll get to see the guy that we thought we were bringing in. Great point. Actually, I'd I'd love to see that. Hey, look, man. At the end of the day, we want all these guys to be successful. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we love the club, and uh, you know, we're always we're always rooting for for everybody. Um, all right. Transitioning now, looking towards the weekend, Sunday morning, seven a.m. And don't worry, you're you're coming off a of daylight savings, so it's more like eight. Arsenal, London Derby, at the bridge. They're sitting first, 10 points clear of us. They've taken 31 points from a possible 36. Jay, we have a lot to talk about uh, on Friday night's preview. But do you have some initial thoughts that you'd like to tee up? My teaser is this. As long as we have been fans and becoming fans of the Premier League, I don't have many teams that I have disdain for. Arsenal, I cannot stand. It is the only team. This is my personal Chelsea FC rival. I do not like them. And they are playing exceptionally well. So, I'm a I really hope they surprise me. I hope we go out there and I hope we play gangbusters. I want a W out of this thing more than anything. But on paper, and when you consider form, our deficiencies, their strengths, it does not look great. So I'll leave it at that until we jump in on uh, over the weekend and we can discuss this a bit further. But my, do I not like Arsenal. Well, there's there's nothing I love more than to to see you embittered. So I can't wait to talk about how much you can't stand the North London rivals of Arsenal Football Club. But uh, we'll leave that for Friday. Uh, in the meantime, we really appreciate everybody's support. Thanks for uh, giving us a listen. Uh, tune in anytime. Always got the episodes up on YouTube. We're streaming on all the uh, streaming platforms. 
London is indeed blue. America 